Hey, sports fans! Welcome to our podcast exclusive OTR Sidelines, where we step off the court and have off the record conversations with our friends from the sports media industry. Migs Bustos, Chesco Liton Kalao. OTR Sidelines. This is off the record. Woohoo! Right here on OTR Sidelines, we have a very special episode because, of course, we are celebrating the victories of the Philippines, most especially the victory of Gilas Pilipinas in the recent window of the FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers. We have on the show members of Gilas Pilipinas, assistant coach Sandy Arespacochaga and guard, combo guard from Gilas Pilipinas, Jordan Heading gentlemen, congratulations. Thank yes. you for joining us here on OTR Sidelines. A clap right there. Big claps all around. Coach Shandy, you're on the dot. Wow. Uh, we just want to ask, what is it like uh, winning those three games? Uh, of course, for Gilas Pilipinas in that window. Uh, first of all, thank you for the invitation. Um, um, and thank you for the opportunity to uh, be able to thank... Uh, uh, the Filipino people, you know, the people who've been praying and supporting our team, and um, you know, ano talaga? Uh, different yung para sa bayan. It, it it's becoming real. That that mm-hmm. is just words, de ba? Parang ganon eh. So talagang we really feel the the main reason why we're here. Um, and uh, to answer your question, um. We felt that we we would uh, do well, uh, but to be honest, I think the coaching staff uh, maybe we, we didn't you know we we didn't think that we'd won we'd win all three games. We were pretty confident, but I think our players were more confident than us. <laughs> they certainly showed it, um, and uh, you know it, it, we didn't have any practice games to gauge um, where our team was so we only had to scrimmage against each other so coming into the to the tournament especially our first game medyo kapay you know um we we knew, knew that we would uh play hard and we would uh you know really give it our best but uh, a lot of things um we I, it's it, it, to be honest, you know, um, it was a very pleasant, uh, pleasant outcome, pleasant in a bit, in a way, surprise, I think. So, yeah, Jordan, from the youth team all the way to Gilas Pilipinas, when you were a child uh, playing for the youth team, did you even think in your wildest dreams, or even back then, did you already know that someday you would be playing for the national team of the Philippines? At this point in your life, oh, it, was, it was definitely you know like a dream, and, and um, you know every kid who plays Batangula uh, really hopes that they'll be able to um, represent the men's. Uh, but I, I definitely didn't think that it would be this early in my career. I think I, I thought I would be you know really fortunate enough to be one of the guys called up you know in the uh, in the prime of my career. I think, um, but just the fact that I'm here right. Now, now it is amazing. George, thank you so much for joining us here uh, on OTR Sidelines, being the team captain, right? What's it, what is it like leading this bunch? 
Um, it's amazing. Um, I've never expected myself to be team captain, and I think it was just a challenge put forward to me by Coach Tab. And honestly, they were such a great group of guys as they made it easy for me. And not only that, um, I learned so much from them too because, as Coach Tab says, he pushes everybody to be a leader. Even though I'm team captain by label, everybody stepped up in terms of being a leader at different moments, and it was a great learning experience for me. Coach. I, I love that the leadership was brought up because for a group of young guys, the composure was incredible. Uh, you don't really see that maybe when you've when you when you've got seasoned players on the floor, when you've got a bunch of uh, veterans and stuff. But when you put together the, when you guys have this group of young guys, and all of a sudden they're playing like they've been playing for 30 years how i mean for us watching it was it was obviously incredible already but from a coaching standpoint you you guys are the ones who see these guys on the floor all day every day at practice did the composure did the maturity did it come as a surprise to you or did you know that they always had it in them i think uh you know uh, i think you you said it uh correctly and you know, the composure and the poise of the players were you know uh, something to really admire um so even coming coaches you know um we knew but uh we didn't know what to expect because <laughs> like i said before you know um we we haven't been uh, uh game tested eh? wala, wala pa kami mm-hmm. experience like that but it certainly helps when you have good leadership and you know it 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 starts of course from you know management uh coaching staff and to the players it's different when you know when everybody's bought in um i guess they don't panic we don't mm-hmm. panic because uh, we know what each one's uh, supposed to do we know their roles uh, they know their roles and um it's i guess from day 1 uh, it was demanded from these players right away. Um, you know, um, they do their specific roles, and we, like, like uh, George said, no, um, leadership. Uh, we demand that from from our players also. Um, aside from George, Mike Nieto is one of our vocal leaders. Maybe you you hear SJ and RJ also leading or you know so games but jordan's also one of our le- of the leaders of this team so we're blessed to have a lot of leaders in this team mm-hmm. now jordan going back to you uh of course just you know after batangilas uh, uh of course you played in the states right and going back here to the philippines played for alab season was cut short because of covid and you know and then suddenly the philippine competition now is being with gilas Right? Was there any sort of maybe adjustment or maybe like familiarization when it comes to the Philippine style of play? I mean, with with Alab last year, it wasn't it wasn't so much of that because I think uh, we had so many films and we had uh, three imports, and so it was really like being back on a college team in the states. So that was, a, and of course, you know, Coach Jimmy being a film as well. It was a, it was more of an American culture that I was a bit more used to. And then over here, you know, I had. You know, all of us had, you know, a long time in the bubble to get used to push up system and the way he wants us to play and, and the way we need to prepare for international competition. Um, so, yeah, the, the preparation was done in the bubble for sure. 
you you mentioned earlier that you were the captain by label but when you look at your teammates uh for example before you entered the the stream coach sandy was saying that was it mike who's the verbal uh, the spokesperson or <laughs> so when you look at your teammates how would you describe their own ways of leading the team i think it depends so like example for guys like mike who are more vocal mm -hmm. um they do it by their words and they back it up with action and then you have players who are a little bit more quiet like dwight who tends to do it with his work ethic with the way he plays and that's where his leadership comes from so there are so many different leadership styles and like when rj and sj they lead the team they demand the team on the court more specifically in terms of running the team running the possession and then you have like Jordan, one of the more veteran guys who've had different experiences playing abroad and playing professional who share their experience with the team. So you have that wide variety of experiences of leadership styles, and that's what makes it fun and makes it such a learning experience. We actually we're missing ano, um Ray Suerte, who was actually our captain, eh? um, but he got injured, so he wasn't part of the mm -hmm. team. Um, but um, I think that speaks... Uh, volumes uh with the, uh, these guys because you know imagine the team captain uh, wasn't able to join the trip and then parang mm -hmm. you know without skipping a beat okay lang with you know with the leadership still there and that's very important because we've got uh Isaac and uh, Jordan are two of the more senior players here but we've got a lot of young players so uh, leadership, you know, uh, showing you professionalism is very important, and we demanded that from them. And these guys uh, certainly showed it. Mm. George, uh, coming back to you, what are naging adjustments the second Korea game? I think in the first game, we were surprised with the physicality, we were surprised with the speed. We really didn't know what to expect from Korea, also because new head coach, um, they had some new young guys coming in. So it was a lot of mystery for us. So it was a lot of figuring things out on the fly with the coaches and Coming to the second game, it was we were more prepared. We were we understood. We knew what they were gonna run. We had a better idea, especially that um, they played two more games after our game, so they had to. They were a little bit more scoutable, and I think the drive also that um, the coach said that was a that was a lucky shot. So I think a combination of all of these were the biggest adjustments going to the next game. Jordan actually didn't get to play in the first game versus South Korea. Philippine basketball will always talk about the Korean curse and how we we have been defeated by Korea. You know the history and all of that. But we we saw this we saw this end in 2013, and then of course every time the Philippines faces South Korea, it's it's always in the back of our minds: Is it going to happen again? Are we going to lose to them again? Because there's such a long history. But Jordan, you actually didn't get to play in the first game, and you watched your team pull through. Were the comments made by the coach after that it was a lucky shot or whatever? Was there even a, a little bit more motivation on your end, uh, thinking like, "Hold up, I wasn't in the first game. That that was that wasn't lucky. My team and I are gonna pull through in the second one too." Absolutely. I mean, uh, it was it was tough to sit out that first game, you know, just because it was there was so much excitement and 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 all this build up. You know, we haven't played a game in a year, and um, and then suddenly I got to sit out another game, but but um. I was excited that we got to, you know, have another crack at Korea. And, and, you know, now I was in the lineup and I was able to do that. And, yeah, I was just really excited to be able to um, to, to play Korea. Um, 
especially, you know, with that second game, uh, there's a little bit of preparation that, that we were able to have. And yeah, so I was I was just thankful um, that we had a, a second crack at them that I could uh, that I could be in that lineup as well. Coach Shandy, everybody talks about the chemistry of the players and how they composed they are, but can it also talk about the chemistry of the coaching staff? Uh, we, we've got a great group of coaches. Of course, uh, we got Coach Tab, uh, Coach Jong Wichiko, uh, Coach Kaloy Garcia. Coach Boyd Fernandez, uh, Coach Alton Lister, and our youngest uh, coach, uh, Coach Sandro Soriano, who's in charge of the video edits. Uh, but uh, actually, that's the coaching staff here right now. But if you look at the program when we started, even other coaches were part of the program. Eh? Uh, the Coach Mark Dickel, uh, Coach Topex Robinson, Coach Alex Compton, that's the first uh, Indonesia bubble. And then, uh, of course, in Bahrain. Um, and then we also had uh, Coach Norman Black join us uh, early part of the year. Coach Yuri Escueta, Coach Gabi Severino. So, got a g- great group of coaches then and, uh, that work really hard and have fun doing it. Uh, we have a lot of fun aside from having working hard. But... Uh, yeah, uh, masaya masaya kasama yung mga coaches. It it definitely makes um, all the hard work appear not to be work. <laughs> so yeah. May ilig ba sa kwento ng kababalagan at misteryo? Halina sa aking website at pag-usapan natin mga kwentong humalaw sa kultura, kasaysayan at kamalayan ng ating mga Pilipino. Ako si Earl, ang inyong campmaster at inaanyayahan ko kayong makinig sa Philippine Camper Stories Podcast. Makinig ng libre sa Spotify, Apple Podcasts at sa inyong paboritong podcast platforms. Uh, one thing that is so different from this run is the fact that us Filipinos, uh, the audience, we weren't able to be with you guys. I mean, not in the stadium itself, but considering how things were in 2013, there are so many images where you see Filipinos wearing white shirts, holding up Philippine flags, screaming their hearts out. Um, And I'm sure... you guys, I, I'm sure you guys would have loved to have the home crowd there with you guys. But how were you able to feel the love from Filipino fans, even without having them in the stadium with you? Yeah, the love, George, from from the fans. You know, despite these times, na hindi naman talaga tayo cheer, you know, inside the stadium. I think it's different because, like, especially since I played in the UAP, it's very different. We're used to playing in big crowds with everyone cheering and. We players love to feed off that, but at the same time, we understand that uh, it's difficult times. And we know that, I think in the back of our minds, we know that we still have the support out, um, even though they're not there physically. So we still came up with that same energy. We know that we, we aren't just now representing ourselves, but the nation. So, I mean, not they're not there, but we know that we, we hopefully made them proud and that they're watching us and supporting us. Jordan, can you give us a, a picture about physicality. But George was telling a while ago that we didn't really expect it was a mystery at first. But, you know, if, if, if there are basketball fans listening, 
how can they like imagine the level of physicality that you guys you know competed against with with Korea and Indonesia this window? Yeah, I mean, just as uh, when you get to that international level, you know, I mean, you're playing the best players of uh, of that country, of the entire country, and the best players in their local leagues, and if they're playing, you know, foreign as well. Um, so you know, these guys, they have big bodies. Um, this last game, I, I went up, I, I missed the layup, and I tried to put it back, and I saw the replay, and I, I went to get the rebound, and I just got, I just got decked out of the key, and, and I thought I was going to be able to get that rebound and put it in, no worries, like I wasn't practice, but no, it didn't work like that. So yeah, it's just they're, they're just big guys, you know, and, and uh, you just got to be ready for that contact, and you can't let them just hit you. You got to, you know, you got to, you got to deal the contact back to them, otherwise, yeah, like me, you're just going to get knocked out of the key. Right, coach. Of course, we everyone's already. Uh, we all want you to enjoy the wins. We all want you to enjoy the fruits of your labor. But when does the preparation start? Because we know you're leaving at uh, soon. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're leaving tomorrow. Hey, what? What's tomorrow? Tomorrow. 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 Thursday. Tomorrow, yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, because. Sa bubble kasi we don't count the, the days. The days kind of what, yeah, yeah, mesh. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's one of the techniques that uh, we uh, I use para di ko na ma, maisip no, how long I've been away from home, di ba? But um, it started actually, well, we had a day off uh, Monday. First day off, first no practice day in two or three weeks ata eh. Wow. So, Oh. Uh, well, well deserved, well deserved uh, by the players and grabber uh, in players natin walang reklamo, you know, uh, with with all the practices and you know we also have meetings eh, and our meetings are an hour every day and sometimes you have two meetings pa. Uh, coming coaches, we had the meeting uh, Monday, so kami we just had a half day off, but. Uh, you know, this is a process, and this is just uh, we can't relax. Our job's not yet done. We recognize that uh, this is part of a program. This isn't just short term. So, uh, in order for us to continue improving, you know, we have to get back to work. Um, so, you know, yesterday was our practice. We had a two-hour practice, and then later practice game with China. And then we're off tomorrow uh, for Serbia. And then, uh, of course, once we get there, quarantine, follow protocols, and then we'll practice there also. And yon, game na. <laughs> game na. Coach Shandy, perhaps uh, one of the questions that uh, Filipino basketball fans, Gilas fans are so passionate about is, yung, if this is the future, if this program is the future, uh, you know, of course, Gilas 1.0, we talk about it years back. And this is like actually materializing yung similar program. Eh. How do you think this will be, if this will be the direction in the future? Do you think it can be done? How feasible is it? I think definitely uh, we're hopeful. Coach Tab um, has something, and the SBP, of course, has a, they, they have a plan. Um, for the future, and you know, we just took a step forward, regardless whether we won or not. Uh, to be honest, I think that our our gauge. That's why I mentioned earlier, parang we did not expect to win, but because we were not looking really at 
the outcome, we're looking at the process. Like Coach Tab mentioned, game one, even let's say if we lost, um, we were able to accomplish a lot already uh, in game one. And we were very happy with the progress and uh, what the player showed. So it's a mix. It's a balance of trying to win now, but also laying down the foundation for the future. So it's a mix. Eh? Of course, you want to win as much as possible. But we also recognize that it is a long process. And uh, they trust the process. You can't sh- take shortcuts. We've got a couple of games under our belt uh, for these young players. And, you know, the next phase is very important for us. Uh, imagine getting experience against Serbia, uh, Dominican Republic. That will be great for our program, for our players. So, yeah, no, we're, we're excited, we're hopeful uh, for the future as we continue to build uh, towards 2023. And actually... Hindi nga lang 2023, but with our young core, pwedeng 2027 pa rin eh, di ba? Um, that, I think that's one of the reasons why we're starting young. Not to say that we're not going to, you know, we still, the first bubble kasama yung mga PBA players eh. Di ba? Like it's the key for the Bena, etc. So we still need uh, to get, us, uh, you know, um, the best, we still need to assemble the best team possible and Given the situation and circumstances, siguro per tournament or per window, it would depend. But um, the good thing is yung parang system, yung program is already in place. All right. We know that you guys are really busy. But before we let you go, obviously, as fans, what we see is what the camera shows us. But you guys lived that experience. You guys were there day in and day out. I just want to ask, what were the things that us fans did not see that for you guys would be the biggest and most memorable moment for you. The things that you know that you will remember for the rest of your life that you were able to experience, whether it was from uh, watching you watching from the bench, uh, from a coach's standpoint or on the floor, what would that be? Let's start with Jordan. I guess for me, it's just, um, you know, the, the grind of the bubble, you know, that, that was, that was no joke. Um, and who knows if we're done with that or, or what, but that was really no joke. And, and, you know, all, all that hard work and being away from family and, and, um, it was really, it's really tough mentally in there. Um, and then being able to, you know, come from that place and, and see all the hard work and, and all the grind, you know, come to fruition and, and just, to have it all flip and, and boom, we just beat South Korea on the on our first game. And like, I guess just the different ranges of emotions, you know, that that, that comes with. Um, it, it was real, really satisfying um, just knowing that all that bubble work was worth it. And and I mean, like Coach Danny said, you know, it wasn't all about the results, but yeah, we still wanted those results, you know. So, <laughs> so yeah. All right. Thanks, Jordan. George? Um, I think in line with Jordan, I think one thing that's memorable is the outside of practice bonding we had. So we didn't practice 24-7 in the whole time we were in the bubble. There was time for us to bond and to get to know one another. And I think this group of guys really bonded well together. And we genuinely, truly enjoyed each other's company, even with the coaches. We break time, meal time. Um, and that kind of camaraderie building, that team building, really, you can't, you can't uh, pay for that. You can't just go out and do it. It takes time to develop this chemistry and it's something that I think all of us will treasure forever. 
Coach. Coach. Laking bagay kasi these, these players have really sacrificed a lot. Aside from what Jordan said, you know, training in the bubble for a long time and we had two, twice a day practices. Um, Tapos may weights pa yan and then may meeting pa, may viewing session na matagal. And some of these players uh, ano, are still studying. So, nag online classes din sila. We had to work around their classes so that uh, they don't miss any any of their online classes. So, and uh, some of the players who really contributed and you know really worked hard hindi pa nakasama dito sa um, window na to uh, i mentioned Ray Swerte got injured that uh, Sadi Rangel also uh, hindi namin nasama na for the bubble but he worked as hard as the other players he sacrificed uh, as much as the other players uh, and um, hindi he won't be get, getting the same recognition as these players kasi he didn't get the chance to play but his value and contribution and sacrifice to the team isn't as um, you know, it, 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 maliit compared to the others. Eh. And that's something that a lot of people don't see. But we appreciate it. Um, and of course, it's, it's very hard to, to sacrifice your ego or your personal you know, um, goals. Um, everyone wants to be the hero. Eh, diba? You all dream to you hit the game-winning shot. Gusto nyo, ikaw bide, di ba? Uh, like, uh, you know, Michael Jordan, di ba? Ganun eh. That's your, that's your dream. But um, we asked each player to sacrifice yung ego nila for the sake of the team and do their roles to the best of their ability. And that's something that I really appreciate from each and everybody who contributed to the program. So the players uh, got injured, Matt Nieto, Dave Ildefonso, the same thing with the others. Eh? They really sacrificed a lot. They really worked hard. And they, you know, committed themselves to the cause. Kaya nakakatawa actually. Them very ha- we're very happy that we want so the players can get uh, their, you know, recognition then for all the hard work and selflessness that they've showed. So ako yun talaga, malaking bagay. Alright. So there you have it. Maraming maraming salamat. Again, I'm clapping from my mic. Gilas Pilipinas. Very, you know, big inspiration for us, especially the past few days. Saying hello, uh, saying thank you, of course, to Gilas Filipinas members, Coach Sandy Arespacochaga, Jordan Heading, Isaac Go. Thank you so much for joining us here in OTR Sidelines. We wish you well, and uh, of course, uh, good luck in your future yes. tournaments ahead. So once again, Mix Boost us right here. And Chastelip and Kalao. Thank you for joining us on this episode of OTR Sidelines. And once again, congratulations and thank you to Gilas Pilipinas. And we wish you nothing but the best in the upcoming window. We are, you know, we're gonna be cheering our hearts up for you guys. Para sa bayan. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.